This is the Redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer perish. Ancient of days, we are grateful. Thank you for your outstretched hand over our nation, Canada, and over all the other nations of the world. Lord, we thank you. We know it is your mercy keeping us. And Lord, we also pray this morning uh, that Father, in the name of Jesus, let there be national revival. Lord, national revival that will sweep across every nicks and crannies of the city, of the nation, of the province, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we pray revival that enters into home, revival that will enter into all the mocks and into all the shrine in this nation and turn them even to churches, turn them even to the place of worship for Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus. Revival that turn the heart of drug laws to become evangelists. Father, you can do it, Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus. Revival, oh Lord, that put an end to corruption in at all level in the name of Jesus. The revival, Lord, that turn the heart of our youth from vanity unto Jesus in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray in the name of the revival that put an end to domestic violence, revival that put an end to disobedient children, revival that put an end to crisis in homes and community. Father, do it, Lord, in our life, in our time, in the name of Jesus. Turn the heart of people to yourself, Lord, for in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Shout a big hallelujah. You are welcome to your year of higher ground. That is my portion. I will live to see it, and my mouth will testify. As you have declared in the ears of the Lord, so he will do unto you in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Uh, turn your Bible with me uh, this morning to the book of Psalms. Psalm 66. Psalm 66. I'd like to welcome you all in the name of Jesus. As you are here to seek the almighty God, you will find him. He will reveal himself to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Psalm 66, we'll read from verse 11 to 20. One to go. Thou bringeth us into the net. Thou leadeth affliction upon our loins. Thou hast caused men to ride over our head. We went through fire and through water, but thou broughtest us out into a wealthy place. I will go into thy house with burnt offerings. I will pay thee my vow, which my lip have uttered, and my mouth hath spoken when I was in trouble. I will offer unto thee burnt sacrifices of fatland with the incense of ram. I will offer bullocks with gold, Come and hear, all ye that fear God, and I will deliver, I will declare what he has done for my soul. I cried unto him with my mouth, and he was extolled with my, with, with my tongue. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. But verily God had heard me, he had attended to the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God which had not torn away my prayer, none is mercy from me. This morning, God will not turn away your prayers in the name of Jesus. God will not turn away our prayers in the name of Jesus. Now, 
you see, but they look at what the psalmist mentioned. The psalmist mentioned so many things. One of the key things is that pay your vow. Whatever vow you have made in the ears of the Lord, don't default. God, the Bible says, says that I say is not interested in fools. What that means is that is that we should not be hasty to make vow to God. So if you have if you have made a vow to God and you are yet to fulfill it, whatever vow, personal, family, whatever vow you have made, make sure you fulfill it. Now there's something that the Lord will do when you do that. The Bible says that he has brought us into a wealthy place. When you fulfill the vow, the promises that you have made when you were in trouble, look at what the psalmist says, say, which my lip have altered and my mouth has spoken when I was in trouble. When we find ourselves in challenging time, we are quick at making promises to God and God doesn't forget. He doesn't forget. He will bring, it, bring those things to remember. He said, I will offer unto thee burnt sacrifices of fatling with the incense of ram, and I, and with, and, and I will offer bullock with gold. So this morning, whatever vow you have made unto the living God, do well to redeem them as soon as possible. And then God will bring you to your wealthy place and you begin to see yourself your prayers coming to God speedily in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Second Timothy chapter three. <clears throat> Second Timothy chapter three. Second Timothy chapter three. Now I want us to read together from verse one. And you can unmute your devices. We'll read together from verse one, and you can unmute all your devices, and we'll read together. One, two, go. This know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own self, competitors, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient parents, unthankful, unholy. Without natural affection, transgressors, false accusers, incontinent, yes, despiser of those that are good, traitors, edgy, high-minded, lovers of pleasure, having a form of godliness, but denying the power from such turn away. Of these thoughts are they which creep into houses and led captive ever learning, never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now, as Janice and Jamris stood men of corrupt mind. Oh, thank you. Praise the Lord. Uh, this morning, God has been taking us on the series titled Light. Light. And so this morning, uh, we are going to briefly look at. Um, um, the, the 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 situation of the world. Uh, we 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 are meant to understand in the last few days that 
we will look at light from three uh, dimensions. One, we look at God is light. He is the father of light. And yesterday, we also look at our own, uh, you know, our own life. So we are the visible, uh, you know, light in the, of Christ in the world. When we preach the gospel ourselves, the light of God in our life. Now, the third dimension is, uh, you know, the, the shining that light in the midst of the dark of darkness. The world is in total darkness. We live in a world that is heading upside down. Again, all these things have been prophesied. They are all written in the word of God. Crisis here and there. Uh, sorrow here and there and a lot of things. So from this scripture, now Apostle Paul in his letter to Timothy described vividly the characteristics of the world that we live in today. You want to find, you want to understand the world that we are living in. If you read that book of 2 Timothy 3 from verse 1 up to that verse 9 where we read even down more, Paul gave specifically what you will see in our generation. Apart from all the things that the Lord have said, uh, you know, men, you know, the, the, you, you hear people, uh, you know, rumors of war, there'll be, you know, crisis here and there, earthquake, hurricane, and, you know, so the world is in total darkness. The world is in total darkness. Now, so if you look at it, what is the situation of the world that we are living in um, now? The situation of the world is that men, men, men love darkness. Men love darkness than the light. And so uh, you may ask yourself that question. My mom of, uh, of blessed memory one time asked me when we were still together in, the, in Lagos, Nigeria, then. She asked me, she said, why is it that, um, why, is, um, why, why is it that people uh, doing e-button that she wants to know why people are doing evil. Uh, my mom wasn't more of a, of a tongue speaking person, but um, she loved the law. Uh, she actually bought, uh, bought me and my brothers and sisters her first Bible. So even though she didn't know how to read, but she bought us her first Bible. Now, where am I going? Is that she asked me one day and said, uh, why is it that people love, uh, you know, love evil? Well, the simple answer is that, you know, is that Jesus Christ says, say, because their deeds are evil, their heart is full of evil, the world is full of evil. So now, if you look at it in the world where we live in, we live in a world where people prefer darkness more than light. Now, it might sound as if maybe those are like uh, bogus words in your ears. What does that mean if we bring it down? When we say men love darkness, more than light. A good example, um, to, you know, uh, two people submitted an application to the city council, uh, you know, for, to, for two different separate buildings in the city. One for motel, for clubhouse, where people get drunk, where the young ladies, they wear just ordinary inner pants and dancing naked, and then, you know, uh, where young men comes in, they, they, they do all sorts of nonsense and uh, drink alcohol, take cocaine. Um, and then there's a second person who brought 
who comes in, maybe a young pastor who just comes in and the Lord is calling him to go establish a church. And then he puts in an application and if, and it turns out to be, you know, it's, it's an area of darkness. And so because there are drugs, you know, there are, are liquor and different things. And so they submitted both application to the city council. Do you know that ideally you, will, you and I will think that because the church one application should be approved. Not only do the church's application get turned down, they give reasons why there should not be a place of hope, a place of righteousness, but they will approve that club. They have approved it. They, they approve club and more liquor mart. They open more so that people can get drunk and begin to stab each other at home. Now, brethren, this is what it means that the world is in darkness and that men love darkness more than the light. This is the kind of generation that we live in. But the focus of the Lord right now is on you and I. The focus of the Lord is on the church as at now. From where we read, look at what all the things that Paul itemized. What are some of the things we see today that makes the world to be dark? From what we see, it says that one, Men shall be lover of their own self. People love themselves more than the way they love God. People can spend $5,000 to buy jewelry to beautify their body, physical body, and so on. But they, when it comes to project that has to do with, oh, we say, okay, we want to buy a church building. Uh, we want to buy a vehicle for the church. We want to feed the homeless. Uh, they say we need to repair some things in the church. They're giving excuse. Um, excuse me, Pastor. Um, things are very wonderful now, but when things are fine, I'll come back. It's a lie. It is because the, the word is in their heart. They don't have a heart for God. So that is what it means to be lovers of themselves more than lovers of God. Now, convertors. You see people taking each other's wife, husband, you know, a lot of evil things. Uh, boasters. People boast of what they are not. People, if you see some people, they can boast of tomorrow. They tell you, you know, by tomorrow, this is going to happen. Uh, by the time they do this, you know, with all those things, there are signs of, of darkness. Now, they also will see that people are proud. People are just full of themselves. They can't bring themselves low. There's element of pride in, the, you know, in their lifestyle, when the way they walk. The way they talk to people, they, they voice the words of their mouth. They are, you know, they, they, it, it, you, these are the things you see in the world. So again, we are making it very, very simple this month, uh, uh, this way, so that we can understand when we talk about the world is in darkness. What does it literally mean? Paul gave us it. He said, blasphemer. They blaspheme against the name of God. They say, what is there? Uh, we've been hearing Jesus will come. Jesus, Jesus has not come now. Disobedient to parent, no, no, no single regard for parent, no single regard for whether biological parent or spiritual parent. You see, some people will, you know, will water down both their biological parent and spiritual parent, both in the open and in the secret. Those are not acceptable before God. Unthankful, they are never grateful for anything. That's the kind of world where we live in. Have you seen people in your place of work? Who they complain at the verge of anything, they give them small work to do, they begin to murmur. 
They ask them to do small things. They begin to complain of this. If they don't complain of back pain, they complain. Or oh, some of them, they are just lying. This is a sign of, 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 of darkness in the world. And the list is ongoing, unholy, without natural affection, false accuser, incontinent, fears, despiser of good things, traitor, heady. When we say somebody's heady, that's what, uh, you know, that's what literally where, where we are coming from, we call, uh, you know, somebody with strong head or what the Yoruba people will call alagidi, somebody with strong hair. Now, these are the lifestyles of the people of the world. But Jesus threw a caution. He told us that we should not follow in their path because anybody who engages in none of this, they have no part in heaven at all. It doesn't matter if they speak in tongues. It doesn't matter if they are pastors. It doesn't matter if they are ministers. It doesn't matter if they are workers or not. No, it doesn't matter. What is important is that you are not in the part of these people. You are in the side of the living God. So as believers, now talking about light, you must, your light must shine. Your light, my light, must shine in this wicked world. Now, one of the things that we also see is that there is, you know, the lack of the fear of God in the land, lack of the fear of God. People will tell you, you tell you, oh, I'm sorry, I don't have time to come to church. Um, when you try to talk to them about Jesus, they, they, they resist. It's a sign of darkness because they are in darkness. But then you see them queuing up for liquor mart. Have you seen them on Pembina Highway on different parts where people queue up to buy alcohol? They queue up. Or you see people also queuing up for, for gym in a long queue. Again, for gym, but you know, at least we know body, bodily exercise, profitably too. So exercise is okay. But again, if people could queue up to take care of their physical body, not their soul, then there's a problem. So brethren, these are things that we see in our world. But for you and I, we must be very careful. You must not fall into this trap because God we on the day when the when Jesus Christ come, he's not a respecter of person. He's going to be he's going to be based on our works. And my prayer is that when the Lord comes, you will not be ashamed. I will not be ashamed in the name of Jesus. You know there are many anti laws, anti laws that are against the Bible. You know you know people are kicking against the Bible in the society where we live. Many schools are kicking it out. High school, you see high school students. They allow them to have break to go and be smoking, you know, and different things happen in school. These are signs of darkness in the world. We must be very careful. There's the, also the high rise now of fake prophet. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. If you are not sleeping, or mute your device and shout a big hallelujah. Amen. I'm glad there are people listening. Now, so there are there's the rise of high, you know, uh, you know, fake prophets in, in the land now. They are all over. If again with uh, you know with the pandemic thing, people being at home, Google now. Everybody is a prophet. Everybody is a pastor. Everybody now is a teacher. People prophesying here and there. Confusion here and there. Now these are signs that the world is in total darkness. We must be very careful. Now, brethren. What then can we do with the light that we have in us? One thing you can do is that remain connected to the true source. Jesus said in John 15 from verse 5 to 7, he said, I am the vine, you are the branches. Except you abide in me, you can, you can bear no fruit. So we can't do anything except we remain in Christ. We must remain connected. 
It's just like uh, you, if you unplug a fan, a rolling fan, it just is a matter of time. It will stop rolling. But the moment you unplug it, what happened? It will still be rolling. And that's what had the life of many believers look like. They have been unplugged from the true source of life. They have been unplugged. But it looks as if they are still rolling like this. But you see, gradually, 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 gradually. This morning, the Lord will revive them in the name of Jesus. Jesus is the true light remaining in him. Take heed, lest you fall. Take heed, lest you fall. The Bible tells us, it said, take heed, lest you fall. Don't think that you are standing. Don't say, well, I am very spiritual. No, it is whom God makes to be spiritual. It is whom God helps to stand. Take heed. That may be careful. What it means to take heed is be careful of your life. Be careful of the way you and I live. Be careful of what you do. Be careful. That's what take heed lest you fall. You will not fall in Jesus' name. I pray you will not fall in Jesus' name. Number three. Number three. Shine the light in you. And this is probably maybe where we'll stop this morning. Shine the light in you. What does that mean? In Matthew chapter 5, from verse 14 to 16, one of the scriptures we have read few, you know, yesterday's as well, is that I say, let your light so shine that men may see your good work. What does that mean? If the world is in darkness, how do we overcome it? Or how can you keep yourself unspotted? One of the things to do is shine your light. What it literally means is that don't be silent when you see evil. And I mean when you see evil. For instance, in your, in your, maybe in your place of work, there are a lot of evil going on. But you kept quiet. You are dodging them. You are avoiding. Well, it is good. We don't want you to join them. But the truth is this. If you don't shine your light, what does it mean to shine your light literally when you see evil in places of war, families, or in the community? Have you preached to one of them? Have you told them what they are doing is wrong? Have you, told, have you preached the love of Christ to them? Have you told them that, brother, Jesus loves you. This thing you are doing is not right. Give Jesus a space in your heart. Let him have a, a place in your life. When he has a place in your life, he will turn your life around. Do you know you can be caught with this thing you are doing? That is what it means to shine your light. That means don't be silent when you see people. Tell people about the love of Jesus Christ. Don't be quiet over it. Don't be quiet over it. Now, the, the one, or one, the one the close family member of mine, having the health challenge. And uh, <laughs> I called uh, as the Lord led me to pray for him. So he was sleeping. And uh, but the wife uh, just said, okay, lay hand on him, I pray. And then later, he later reached out to me. He said he's going to mountain to go and sort himself. <laughs> I laughed. I laughed within me. And I said, sir, you don't need to go to mountain. You don't need to go to pick prophet. If you, Jesus is in your, is in your house. So brethren, you need to tell people where the truth. I told him, I said, you don't need to go to any mountain. Jesus is in your house. I mean, if Jesus could open my eyes here by God's grace, here in Canada, and you, you are in Nigeria, Jesus, the same Jesus opened my eyes, no fair prophet will open my eyes to see what, you, what is happening to you in Nigeria. And I could tell you the things that is happening to you. 
Then you want to go and seek somebody else? No, stay with Jesus. So tell people when, when, they, are, when they are walking in the path of darkness, preach Christ to them. Not that you, you want to condemn them. No, but coming to them. When you do that, you are shining the light. Also, when, when you see people do evil, when you see people rejecting the things that will save their soul, tell them about the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. As you do all this, Paul says, says something. He said, you will both save your own, save them and save your own soul. I want you to bow down your head as we pray this morning. Shine your light in the midst of the darkness of the world. Although the world is full of darkness, Demas abandoned Paul and went back into the world. That will not be your testimony. That will not be my testimony. Remain in the light. Remain connected in the light. So you're going to lift up your voice this morning and say, Father, I thank you for sending your word unto me. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Now it is time to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for sending your word of life, shining your light in the midst of darkness, 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 shining your light in the midst of darkness. Father, I thank you for your word. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Now, I'll mute your devices as we pray the next prayers. You are going to say, Lord Jesus, keep me connected to the true source. Keep me connected to you in the name of Jesus. It may flow to the Jesus is the source. The Lord, keep me connected. I will not be a My 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 to be connected to your in the name of your line. Let your line connected. By the power of life, you are going to pray. And you see, brethren, I understand. I have been there and I'm still there. We need courage to speak up in the midst of darkness. I can tell you that. You need courage and boldness to speak up. And that's where the Holy Spirit comes in. So your next prayer point, you are going to say, Lord Jesus, Jesus. give me courage and boldness to shine my light in the midst of darkness. Open your mouth and pray, everyone. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Jesus, open your mouth. Open your mouth. give me courage. You need give me the boldness. Give me the power. Give me the strength to shine. Give me courage. The light of Christ in me. Let me to preach the gospel. In our neighborhood, in the name of Jesus, give me courage. In the name of Jesus, give me courage. I receive the boldness. I receive the boldness. The light of God in me, other people want darkness so that they can be translated from darkness to light. In the name of Jesus, Father, I give me the courage to shine your light. Amen.
two prayer more to pray for yourself. For yourself. Your next Lord. prayer point is that you are going to pray, Lord, help me to take heed that I make that your prayer. Father, help me to take heed that I may not fall. Help me to take heed that I may not fall. Bible says, take heed. We are going to lift up your voice and say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. To be prayerful. Go ahead and make that your prayer. Help me to be prayerful. Jesus, I pray for the grace to seek your faith daily. In the mighty name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, I pray that you increase me in the place of prayer. Unless you Jesus. mighty name we have prayed. Uh, while the rest of you begin to ask the Lord what you want him to do, commit your day to the hand of God. What do you want to see? Jesus is able to do anything. However, if you are joining us this morning, you have not made Jesus your Lord and Savior. Lord. I want you to know that your, your first request this morning to God to be to repent. There is rejoicing over a soul that repents in heaven. When you are entertained, those things doesn't excite angel. But when you repent, there is joy in heaven. So are you here this morning? You've not made Jesus your Lord and Savior. You're still living a life of sin. Why the rest of you continue to commit your way into the hand of God? Ask the Lord what you want him to do for you. Or you have accepted him before and you went back again. You are back into the same sin. You are back into the same habit. You are back into the same issues. You are fighting here and there, quarreling, you know, uh, you know, all the works of the flesh. Jesus is here to redeem you. So place your hand on your chest this morning and say, Lord Jesus, I surrender my life to you. Today, I forsake all my sins. Please forgive me. Heal me. Cleanse my heart from evil. Lord Jesus, Fill me with the Holy Ghost. As from this morning, as you have promised in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13, Lord Jesus, keep me unspotted until your coming. Lord Jesus, write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. Lord Jesus, I pray this morning for as many that have accepted you and have rededicated their life unto you. Jesus, please have mercy on them. Forgive them their sins. Write their name in the book of life. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray, fill them with the Holy Ghost, keep them to the hand, and keep them unspotted. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Stretch forth your hand. Ancient of days, we appreciate you this morning. Thank you for gathering us together as saints of the, of the last days. And we are grateful for your grace that have helped us thus far. Thank you for your word you brought unto us, shining our light in the midst of darkness. This morning, Lord, we acknowledge that without you, we can't do anything. And Lord, I thank you for your hand of protection. Lord, I commit your people into your hand. As they go this morning, everything they have desired from you, please grant unto them in Jesus' name. 
the Lord grant you all your petition in Jesus' name. You desire healing, you are healed already. You desire breakthrough in finances, in your health, in your marriage, in your business, in your studies. Receive that breakthrough in the name of Jesus. Everything you have asked the Lord for that according to his will and purpose for your life, the Lord has granted them to you in the name of Jesus. I pray for you today according to the word of the Lord. In the book of Psalm 66, verse 12, Thou hast caused men to ride over our head. We went through fire and through water, but thou brought us us out into a wealthy place. Today, God will bring you out to a wealthy place. Today, joy and gladness will be your portion. I pray for you in that spiritually you will not be drained. In the name of Jesus, I pray for you, you will not backslide. I pray for you, continue to make heaven your focus in the name of Jesus. And you that is in need right now, trusting the Lord for way out, maybe for tuition fee, for rent, for whatever thing you are believing the Lord for. In the name of Jesus, the Lord will we surprise you today. In the name of Jesus, I pray for you, you that is held down by fear. Be free from fear in the name of Jesus. Be free from fear in the name of Jesus. I pray for you that evil dream will not come to pass over your life. I cancel that evil dream by the blood of Jesus over your wife, your children, your husband, you will not sorrow. Over your parents, you will not sorrow. As a church, we will not sorrow over any of our brethren. Sound health and portion. The Lord who have said it that, yes, the glory of this latter shall surpass the former. In the name of Jesus, we begin to see that come to pass. Thank you, Father, for answer prayer. When next we meet, we will have testimony. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed.